When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. It was lovely. It's just, I don't think that's where we will want to settle down. It's a little too sleepy for me. It felt lovely, but it didn't feel exciting. Don't take that the wrong way. Because their kids were so close in our same age that we were really able to learn from them and take advice from them on parenting. I'm noticing this when we travel to big cities, like New York, wherever, is bachelorette parties are no longer like a bachelorette night. Allow me to take just a moment to thank today's show sponsor, which is Organifi. You guys know how I feel about Organifi. It is my go-to. In fact, this is so refreshing. I have a glass of ice, fresh water mixed with pure and immunity. It's got just enough citrus. That's two of their products mixed together. I don't know if everybody likes the taste of that. I do. I love it. It's like an orange flavor. The immunity kind of tastes like orange. And then the pure has a lemony taste. And I mix two of them together. And that way I get everything I need for my immunity, my antiviral, my antifungal. It's just a great way to support your immune system every single day. And then I mix that with my Organifi Pure, which is, it's basically all the superfoods that your brain needs to help reach maximum mental performance. In other words, it's what I drink to help me think better, to help my memory, to increase neurogenesis. And get this, this is the other reason why I drink it. Their product is clinically proven to boost BDNF brain-derived neurotropic factor by up to 142%. Anyways, they've got tons of great products. Whatever your nutritional needs might be lacking or your palate might be craving, Organifi is definitely the company to check out. All right, guys, the cool news, get 20% off all of their products when you use code Shaleen. Again, it's Organifi, and I'm going to spell it O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shaleen. That's Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen, and you get 20% off. Ladies and gentlemen, today you're going to learn about some fashion trends at the gym that you just need to know are coming down the pike. Is it pike or pipe? I don't know. But these things could be happening because you know the hot cities are the places these trends start. So I'm going to share those with you so you know what's coming. We're also going to talk about some kind of crazy, annoying bachelorette party stuff that I see happening in like every major city. It's driving me crazy. Plus, my frustration with automation. I can't be the only one. I'm going to share with you what's going on in our lives, where we're heading next, talk to you about having a parenting mentor, 
and the embarrassingly thoughts I have when my ADHD really kicks into overdrive. All right, that and so much more today on The Shaleen Show. So we are winding down our time here in Miami, and it has been amazing. In two weeks, we're leaving for Europe, and I'm already getting a little freaked out about the packing situation. Like, first of all, because we've been here for months, it looks like we've lived here for years. I have so much that needs to be donated or shipped back to California or just thrown away. I need to minimize, minimize, minimize. Like I'm so determined this time to go to Europe and to know how to travel. Like every day I'm mentally preparing. Every day I'm asking myself, what will I really need? And I feel like I'm going to nail it this year. I've decided based on some great feedback from you that I'm not even going to travel with like my blow dryer and my hot iron. I'm just, I'm going to buy them there so that they're already European compatible with their plugs and stuff. I bought all of the packing cubes. Now they sell compression packing cubes. I'm on it. I did my research and found the very best hanging toiletry bags. I found this way to use Wi-Fi internationally or when you travel that, I mean, I can't say for sure this is going to work, but I've watched video after video after video after video about this app that allows you to use what's called an e-SIM card. So instead of having to buy basically a, a wireless router and then buying a SIM card in that country, which sounds like so technical, I'm already lost. I found all these videos on TikTok and on YouTube that explain that everyone's phones, almost everyone's, like most of the new phones now have an e-SIM card, which basically means you can turn it on. Your phone is unlocked, which mine is from Verizon. You just, there's like different settings you can check and see if your phone is unlocked, whatever that means. It also sounds very techy. And then you download this app. I think it's pronounced Aralo, Aralo or something. It looks like Air Allo to me. But anyways, it's like so cheap. For like 20 bucks, you get five gigs of data which is a ton. And you can upgrade it and get more gigs if you want. When we were in Europe last year with Verizon, like every day, midday, it would say like, do you want to disconnect from your service? You've run out of data for another $20. Would you like more data? I'm like, we were spending like $20 a day, both of us, like $40 a day just on data. And I'm like, we cannot do this again. This makes no sense. And when you're traveling, like our phones died really fast. So I'm like figuring all of this out in advance. And I'm so proud of myself. And I'm looking back on the notes that I took from last year when we went to Europe and the things that I didn't need, the things that I overpacked, the things that I just did, like literally it made life much more complicated than need to be. And I'm not going to do it this year. This year, I'm going to get like an A++ rating for myself. I don't need to bring all of my accessories. I don't need to bring all of my shoes. I can do it. I can do it. I'm pumping myself up right now. Now, listen, I don't need you to comment if you're that person. You're like, what? I packed in a backpack and backpacked through Europe for 30 days. Good for you. I am not that girl. I need options. I need variety. I can't just wear a pair of sandals. I can't be traveling throughout Europe with just Birkenstocks and a pair of jean shorts. I ain't that girl. Like, it's going to be so hard for me to just have like four different types of hoop earrings. You know what I mean? Like if I showed you what I brought here to, to Miami for the couple of months, you'd be like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with me is I enjoy it all. 
I like all the things. I'm also going to bring my own nail kit because that was a nightmare last time. And I may be doing my own nails. I might just be gluing on like press-ons. I don't know. But I have to have nails because my husband loves nails. It's a whole thing. Like it is not easy traveling when you are a high maintenance woman. And listen, this is a lot of smoke and mirrors. This takes an army. It, I don't just wake up and look like this. It's, it's a whole thing. And I need to have all the tools and all the accoutrements. Anyway, so we're wrapping up our time here in Miami. We did go to Naples. And so I, I don't want to like, for those of you who listen to Patreon, I, I went into depth about Naples. It was lovely. It's just, I don't think that's where we will want to settle down. It's a little too sleepy for me. And I'll leave it at that. Like, it's really nice and it's beautiful, but... I don't know. Like I said, I explained in my Patreon, I like being an, around people that it just feels like they're ahead. Do you know what I mean? Like there's something inspirational about the way they dress or the way they talk or the way they, their work, the things that they're into. I like to be in places where there's lots of culture and variety and things feel like exciting. You know what I mean? And it felt lovely, but it didn't feel exciting. Don't take that the wrong way. Then we went from Naples to Tampa. In Tampa, we got to spend Mother's Day weekend with a friend that I met and her family that I met when Brett and I were in college in Michigan State. And it's this great story. So this gal lived across the hall from us and she was like constantly like cleaning and vacuuming. I could always like hear her vacuum cleaner. And we were poor college students, Liz and I, and we didn't have a vacuum. So I went and knocked on her door and said, could I borrow your vacuum? And like from the moment I met her, I'm like, this woman is freaking hysterical. She tells it like it is. And we became lifelong friends. She was older than me. I don't know how much older. She'd probably shoot me if I told you. But anyways, I think at least, wait, she'd have to be like probably like 16 years older than me. But she was a teacher at Michigan State. Not like for people who lived on campus and had children right? So she was an educator and she was dating a basketball player and I was dating this football player, right? And when she told me that she wanted to marry this guy who was like, I don't know, like 10 or 12 years younger than her, I was like, girl, like, mm, he's a player. He's going to go to Europe and forget about you. Like, I don't think this is the guy you should marry. And there's only one other person I said that gave that advice to, and that was my sister. And my sister's been married for like 30 years and Kathy Valentine and her husband, Carlton Valentine, have also been married for 30 plus years. So the moral of the story is, if I tell you don't marry that guy, you should marry that guy. Because <laughs> I clearly, I do not know. They have an amazing marriage. And they basically became like parenting role models for us. Because she was older. And because they got married before we did, and they had children before we did, I watched the way she parented. And I think this is really important for anyone. So most people, you look at what your parents did, what your spouse's parents did. Maybe you look at the parents of, like, let's say you had some friends and that you you hung out with in school, and you, you love the way they parented, and they were great role models. So you, you take all of these things and hopefully you blend them together to come up with the best possible version of your own style of parenting. And, and that's really what we did. Like we looked at what 
things that Brett's parents did that we thought were helpful, things that my parents did we thought were helpful. And but you know, we really like there are certain things around, you know, because their kids were so close in our same age that we were really able to learn from them and take advice from them on parenting. And obviously they did a phenomenal job because listen, they have two boys. Well, they both, first of all, get division one scholarships to play basketball. Like that's unheard of. That's absolutely unheard of, right? And then one goes on to get drafted in the NBA in the first round. What's the likelihood of that happening? Like 0.0001. So that's Denzel gets drafted, plays for the Bulls in the NBA. He's still currently in the NBA. And then their other son, Drew, becomes the youngest, listen to this, the youngest head basketball coach for a D1 school. And I might add the youngest black head basketball coach for a D1 school. The likelihood is like, what? And so anyways, we got to have this conversation because they were all there. And I was saying to Drew and Denzel, I'm like, do you understand like, this is an anomaly. Like this isn't just DNA. Like this is the influence and the belief that your parents have had into you. And I was reminding them like when they were like really, really little and they would come out and stay with us for the summers, like our kids and their kids became very, very close. And I just remember the way these kids believed in themselves because their parents believed in them. They just poured into them and not in the kind of way where you're like pumping your kid up and making them think that they are all stars when they're not. You know what I mean? It's like that self-fulfilling prophecy. And so I was talking to the boys about this and they were kind of looking at each other like, yeah, it's kind of wild, right? And then I was just complimenting Kathy and Carlton and saying, because I was watching them around their granddaughter now. So Drew and his wife, Taylor, this is their baby, Hayden. And Hayden was born premature. She thinks she's born at like 27 or 28 weeks. And so she, you know, she has these developmental disabilities that she's struggling with. But at the same time, they're like, look at her quadriceps. Look how strong she is. Like, she's amazing. She's a genius. You know, like you can already tell they're instilling in her this drive and determination that's going to, she's going to defy the odds. And that's not just DNA. That is how you pour into your kids, how your parents poured into you. And so just watching them do that now with their grandchild is just such a reminder of how they did that with their kids from the time they were born. They made those kids believe in themselves by giving them experiences where they could prove to themselves that they were capable, that they could do these things. They taught them how to be disciplined. They taught them how to be respectful. They taught them work ethic. But most of all, they gave them the tools they needed to believe in themselves. And I think that's just such a powerful lesson. So if you've got kids, I mean, even if your kids are older, it's never too late to teach them that they absolutely have what it takes. And that's not just like, you can't just say those things. You actually have to give kids an opportunity to experience it. I love Tampa. Like, will we live in Miami? I don't know. I definitely think we need to check out a few more areas here that are close to Miami because it feels like Miami is almost too fast. It's almost too exciting. I need it to feel a little bit more grounded, but also be able to like go to the exciting places. Do you know what I mean? And so we're still going to look at a few places here in Miami Tampa, I don't feel like we had enough time there to decide if that's a place where we could live, maybe. So we'll definitely go back and check that out again. But you know the thing that I noticed when we were in Tampa? 
like I'm noticing this a lot in Miami too. I'm noticing this when we travel to big cities like New York, wherever, is bachelorette parties are no longer like a bachelorette night. Have you guys noticed this? Like now doing a bachelorette thing is like, it's a three-day event. About a year ago, I did a DEXA scan, which is you basically lay on this glass table and they scan your whole body and they can tell you your body fat percentage. It's very interesting where your body is holding body fat as well as your bone density. And much to my surprise, I was diagnosed with osteopenia, which is the precursor to osteoporosis. My doctor begins to review my lifestyle and he's like, okay, so are you lifting heavy? Are you eating these foods? I go over everything basically you should be doing to prevent osteoporosis and I'm doing all of those things. And while I wouldn't say that my diet is perfect, what I do recognize is that there's a component that's missing in my diet. Now, I assumed, as I'm sure you probably are, that it was maybe calcium that I was missing. No, it was magnesium. Okay, then I go on like, you know, a rabbit hole, like obsessed with trying to find the ultimate magnesium supplement because a lot of these magnesium supplements I learn basically only have one strain of magnesium and your body literally needs seven different strains in order for you to be at optimal health. Magnesium is literally responsible for hundreds of different chemical responses in our bodies. Like why aren't more people talking about magnesium? Did you know that magnesium benefits type two diabetes, helps to lower blood pressure, has countless anti-inflammatory benefits, reduces insulin resistance, can improve symptoms of PMS, asthma, heart arrhythmias, high blood pressure, muscle cramps, and hormone-related mood swings. Without a doubt, magnesium is an essential supplement that most of us should be taking. The question is, is the source that you're using reputable? May I suggest that you go to megbreakthrough.com forward slash Shalene Deal to try the magnesium supplement that I use. It has seven different strains of magnesium. It's the highest quality you can obtain. Listen, based on my research, Magnesium Breakthrough is the ultimate magnesium supplement because it offers a full spectrum of all seven types of magnesium. This supplement is specifically formulated to reach every tissue in your body. And for a limited time, when you purchase three bottles, you're going to get a special gift when you use this code, megbreakthrough.com forward slash Shalene Deal. That link is in our show notes. If you don't want to write it down, you could just click on it while the show is playing and order your magnesium breakthrough. Here's a pro tip. Take them just before you go to sleep. I didn't mention this, but I really do think the combination of CBD, the CBD supplements that I take, and my magnesium breakthrough, dude, I'm just telling you, my sleep is off the charts. It's never been so good. Magnesiumbreakthrough.com forward slash Shalene Deal. Have you guys noticed this? Like now doing a bachelorette thing is like, it's a three-day event. It's like every hotel that we go to, there's this army brigade of bachelorette like what is going on and i am so thankful that this was not the trend when i got married because it feels like so much work like i feel so sorry like i would intentionally start being unfriendly and distant if i had a friend who i knew was about to get engaged because like i, I do not want to be invited to the bachelorette party because it's a whole thing i can't imagine what this cost them because now 
they don't just go out for the night. Like when I got married back in the day, like, you know, it was like, ah, we got a cake in the shape of a penis. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, so, and you went out dancing and that was it. You know what I mean? That was it. Maybe you went to a dinner, but now it is such a thing. Like they go to Nashville and everyone, there's like nine of them and they have a theme for each and every day. Like one night is like sequin Saturday and everyone has to wear like sequin gowns. And then one of the themes is like feathers. You've got to have like, you know, dresses with your boa trim and feathers on the shoes and all that glitters and, you, and everyone has to wear like all rhinestones and these outfits and like shoes and hats and matching outfits and then all the dinners and like you've got to have a, a pool scene and then they all have to wear like matching bathing suits and matching sarongs and sunglasses. What is this costing these women? Like, I doubt that the bride's paying for all of it. And it has to be like such an Instagrammable experience with like the balloons and the aesthetics. And it seems like hell. Like I would absolutely have hated it. And you know, whenever you're doing a bachelorette party, you know, you got your three girlfriends who are super cool. And then you got the one that's like, it's always about her and she's going to be in a bad mood. She's going to try to ruin everybody's weekend. Right. And then there's your third cousin from Iowa who's like, oh man, like all these skinny. Now I got to get a glittery dress from Revolve and get feather shoes. And she's just like trying to buy black market Ozempic so she can like quickly slim down to compete with all these other girls. Like it's just, it's got to be a nightmare. So I'm just saying, buck the trend. Your girlfriend, they really don't want to do that. Like the three of them that went to like, y'all went to the same sorority. Y'all want to do that. But the, everybody else is like, oh, jeez. I mean, this is like a $5,000 weekend. And on top of that, now we're all doing destination weddings. And so I got to buy a, a dress for your wedding and a flight and a hotel and a, and a, and a, like y'all. I mean, we, we got to rethink some of this stuff. <laughs> I'm just so glad that I didn't have to do that and it just, it seems like a nightmare. And every single time we go out, no matter what place we go to, there's one of these bachelorette brigades. It's just such a thing. So I've got to know, like, have you been invited to one? Have you seen this happening? It's not just here in Miami, but you know what is like so far, the only place I've seen this is in Miami and it's here y'all. Sheer rear is here. Let me just be the first to tell you about this because you're not going to believe, I know you're going to think that I'm exaggerating. And I know you've been hearing me talk about the gym here in Miami and I'm not exaggerating. It really is a thing. It's insane. I don't know if I can put a little clip on the YouTube video. The episode is now on YouTube as well. So you can either listen to it on YouTube or you can listen to it on Apple or Spotify, wherever you want to. But like for this particular piece, you need to go and look at the YouTube video because I'm going to show you what sheer rear is. It's a new form of leggings that is very popular, at least at my gym. And I've noticed women in the area, I don't know if they're going to the gym or they're just wearing this look, but it ain't for me, y'all. But here's what it is. But I also didn't think that I would ever wear a scrunch butt, but I wear scrunch butt leggings. I think it's a great way to make your butt look even better. And I remember when I first saw those, I was like, what kind of thirsty needs to wear 
leggings that give you a wedgie. Guilty as charged. I'm wearing them. Like, so I don't think I'll be wearing sheer rear, but never say never. Okay, what is sheer rear? I call them sheer rear. I don't know what they're really called. But they're like these leggings that they're like industrial strength lycra that just like squeezes all of your subcutaneous tissues all up into your butt area, okay? And then the butt area is accentuated with like a band around underneath the butt and around the outside of the butt, right? And then the actual cheek part is a different kind of material that's almost sheer. All right, so you picturing this? So it's like it squishes all of your area, all of your subcutaneous tissues, all of your fat, everything up to the butt and then right in the buttocks area because it's sheer, it like really makes your butt pop out and like literally pop out because it's sheer in the rear. I know you think I'm exaggerating and making this up and that's what you think if you're just listening to this on whatever app you're listening to it. But if you go and look at the YouTube video, you will see examples. This is sheer rear. And a lot of these trends have, they start in Miami. Remember thongs? And listen, I'm not judging because like when I first started taking fitness classes back in the day, 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 yeah, thong leotards were the thing. Thong, the thong, thong, thong. We would wear thong and then we would wear shiny tights and Reebok scrunch socks and Reeboks with the straps. And at first there was only like those couple of women in your gym. I remember too thinking, oh my God, they need so much attention. They're so thirsty, although we didn't call them thirsty. I'm not sure we called them back then, I forget. But we would be like, oh, look at her. Oh my God, she just thinks she's so hot, right? And I remember the first girl in my high school that wore, I don't know, why would we have seen her in a thong? I don't know, maybe she was at the gym. I just remember like everyone was like, did you see someone was wearing a thong? And then suddenly everybody's wearing thongs. Like even people who probably shouldn't be wearing thongs are wearing thongs. Like thongs were the thing. Like if you weren't wearing a thong, you just looked outdated. You just like didn't know what the style was. You know what I mean? So that's like right now I wear scrunch leggings, not because I necessarily want my butt to look rounder, but I'm like, I don't want to look outdated. There's nobody in this gym who's not wearing scrunch butt leggings. And there's quite a few who are wearing sheer rear. I'm not doing sheer rear. I don't think, I mean, I don't think I am, but again, never say never. But that's what I'm saying is like back in the day, I was like, I would never be caught dead in a thong. And then I would never have been caught dead in like a full bottom leotard. I remember when I did my first consumer workout video, shout out to Eileen Sharon, and it was for Weight Watchers. And we had to wear leotards that they weren't even full bottom. They were high cut on the hips and the back was like like a normal leotard bottom. But it, because it wasn't a thong, I remember thinking, this is so outdated and conservative. It looks so cheesy, right? Because that's how trends happen. So will sheer rear be coming to a city near you? I don't know. But the other thing is, there are certain areas where these things like never catch on, right? So wherever you live, it might just be that people always, women included, will just wear like a comfy t-shirt and a pair of bike shorts and be done with it. And nobody wears makeup and nobody has to like wear the right outfit to go to the gym. And that is a blessing. I love that. But if I'm being completely transparent, I love going to a gym where 
people are just a scene. I love it. <laughs> I love it because I like making in my own head. I'm not going to like make fun of them out loud. I mean, of course, I'm here talking about them, but I just love seeing trends. I love watching these things evolve and seeing how they're going to impact society. And, and I love going like, oh, wow, this is just like one person doing that. And then it like catches on. It's a trip. And I think it's interesting. It makes for great people watching. And Miami is the mecca of great people watching. Don't be offended because I may live here someday. But I say that fashion in Miami, the way I describe it is hoochie or Gucci. You either dress like a hoochie or you're wearing Gucci head to toe. And by the way, you know, when I see people wearing like designer labels like Gucci, you know, or like Louis Vuitton, like all these and the purses and everything, like there's so much of that being sold that's fake that I don't know if anyone else does this. But now when I see someone with like a expensive designer purse, I don't even think it's real. I mean, we, when, even when we were in Naples, which is supposed to be this like super rich exclusive area, like right next to the Starbucks was this boutique and in the window was like Gucci and Bottega and Louis Vuitton. And I'm like, this is all fake. It was all fake. Because I went, I'm like, what? Why would one store have all this stuff? No, you can't buy a Louis Vuitton bag for $80. And I don't know if you know this, but Louis Vuitton is, isn't leather anyways. Most of it's just PVC. You're just paying for the name, the logo. So now when I see people like with their Gucci shoes and it's just really super obnoxious, I just don't even assume it's real anymore. Like even on Housewives, I always think, are they buying that like in a little alley from a guy on a plastic table who has to cover it up with a, a tarp when the police drive by? And don't get me wrong. I know I'm a hypocrite because I bought a few luxury items recently, but I have also declared that I will not ever buy another pair of expensive designer sunglasses. I don't deserve them. I can't keep them. I don't take care of them properly. And I have like three $12 sunglasses I got off of Amazon and I don't lose them. And I guess because they're $12, if I did, I wouldn't care. But I've had them for years because they're $12. And whenever I buy an expensive pair of sunglasses, I either lose them or I scratch them. And then I'm mad at myself. So why am I doing that? It's just dumb. In my opinion, spend your money any way you want. I would rather spend my money on experiences. And sunglasses ain't it. Real quick, and I almost feel like this is a public service announcement. I discovered a bar that I'm so excited about, you guys. First of all, I had heard that Maria Shriver and her son, Patrick Schwarzenegger, were in the process with neuroscientists developing a bar that was specifically formulated to have all the supplements you really need for brain function. Like these are the supplements that we, you know, if you've done any research on how to prevent Alzheimer's and lifestyle changes, these are the most important supplements to, to have. Anyways, I heard that they were developing this protein bar. I definitely wanted to try it, even though I'm always a little skeptical. I just had in the past been kind of turned off by the taste of protein bars. So I had them ship them to me. I tasted them. I am not kidding. I'm not even exaggerating. You guys, these are the best freaking protein bars I've ever had. I'm not even joking. And this is the part that's going to blow your mind. They have less than one gram of sugar, less than 160 calories, and they've got all the ingredients that you need like for your brain, collagen, ashwagandha, lion's mane, omega-3s. Like, do you really want to take another fish oil capsule? No. 
Would you like to eat a delicious bar that is chocolatey and peanut buttery and crunchy? Um, yes. And proceeds go to the women's Alzheimer's movement at the Cleveland Clinic. Um, triple yes. Am obsessed with this bar. But they've got like six other flavors. They've got cookie dough, peanut butter crunch, chocolate crunch, blueberry almond crunch, lemon white chocolate crunch. That's the one I'm going to try next. Listen, we're all busy. You're on the go. You're going to the gym or you're just trying to like live your best life. You're in your car and you're thinking about going through a drive-thru. No, don't do it. Keep a mosh bar in your car. Mosh protein bars will keep your brain and your body fit and fueled and feeling good. And I might add, it's a great way to support the show and Alzheimer's research. I am so proud to have them as a sponsor. So please take advantage of your 20% off plus free shipping. Go to moshlife.com, order their six count trial pack. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping on that six count trial pack. That pack includes all the flavors and they are delish. Mosh is spelled M-O-S-H-L-I-F-E, moshlife.com forward slash lean for your 20% off. I would rather spend my money on experiences and sunglasses ain't it. So after we left Tampa, well, actually we went out to, and by the way, I love it when I meet you guys. So I got to meet a bunch of people who listen to the show and I love it when you come up to me and you're like, Shalene show. When you say that, you make my day. And then I just like relax. I'm like, oh, it's a cool person. So I got to meet quite a few people who are cool enough to say, hey, let's grab a picture. But we stayed out pretty like later than we normally do on Saturday night. So then I was like, Brett, we, we've got to change our flight so we can leave like much later, sleep in. What is going on with the whole like you used to be able to, whenever you called a number, if you hit zero, you could get to the operator. But now with all these friggin' robot automated phone systems, it is such a nightmare, whether you're calling the airlines or a hotel or even like trying to get a reservation. There's this restaurant here in Miami that Brett and I tried to just call to see if we could host the Shalene Show meetup because that's the first place we wanted to have it. We called there like every single day, multiple times, and you just kept getting stuck in automation hell. And it's, I mean, it's like they're asking all these questions and they, they just don't want you to talk to a person ever. And this is especially true with certain businesses. And it's annoying because they take you through all these prompts. And it's like they're asking all these stupid questions just for fun. They must be just for fun because they'll say, okay, now I understand that you're calling for help. Press one if you're calling for help. And you got to do that. And there's just too many words. And then they're like, okay, thank you. If I understand you correctly, state your name after the beep. And then you state your name. Okay, thank you. And now for our records, please tell us your physical address. And then you give them that. And then your social security number. And when were you born? And what was your pet's first name? Like you have to give them all these prompts before they're going to connect you to an actual human being. And then what do they do when the human being gets on the line? They ask the same questions. And I get so annoyed. I'm like, what was the point? What, what was that? Like, where is that information going? Why did you need that information? Because I don't mind giving all that information if by the time I get on the phone, 
with your customer service rep, then I'm okay if they have all that information and now you can just solve my problem. But that's not how it goes. Then they get you on the line with this customer service rep who I, I think must get paid per number of words that they use. Because by then, my tolerance and patience is like through the roof. I'm getting so annoyed. And it's like they want to wear you down with word soup. So you finally get an operator and they're like, hello, it's a great day here. And I'm just going to make this up. I'm not going to like use a real airline. It's a great day here at Johnson Airlines. My name is Agent Kelly. And this call may be recorded today for security purposes or whatever they say for, for, for training purposes. I would also like to thank you for your patronage of like, meanwhile, my blood is just boiling. Cause I just want to say, hi, we're just trying to change our flight, but they don't even let you get to that. And they're like, we want to thank you for your patronage of flying. We know that there's so many choices when it comes to flying. And we want to thank you for flying with us to our many destinations. We know that when it comes to travel, you want the best possible service. And today I would like to find out from you, how may I help you? You're like, why are you doing this to me? Why, why so many words? Can you just say, how can I help? Like if they would just say, I can see everything that you've answered to the robot and I can see everything here and I'm going to use as few words as possible. What's the problem? How can I help you? Like if they said that, I would be overjoyed, but they don't. They have this horribly long script that just makes your blood boil so that by the time you're actually talking to this person, you don't even get to be yourself. It like brings out the side of you. I'm a very polite, patient person, except when I have to go through all the automation stuff to get to the customer service rep who has every single answer has this like script that they have to go through. I'm like, get to the point. Like you can't even hang up with them. Like you're like, okay, thank you. Thank you. You know, you, we, we've changed the flight. We figured it out now. And they're like, Okay, Mrs. Johnson, so just confirming again that we have changed your flight 274 to flight 264, and you will now be departing instead of departing, and they're going through the whole thing, and you're like, I just want to hang up, and they're like, and we would also at this time like to thank you for flying with Johnson Air, and they go through the whole script again, and I want to just hang up on them, but I'm afraid to. Because like, what if there's like one last button they have to click to make it all like stick? It's just annoying. Can we use fewer words? I just have no patience for all the words. You know, and maybe it's my ADHD because I find I have these conversations in my head that I'm a little embarrassed to even share with you. But they're these little conversations that I have in my head. They're like, I call them ADHD conversations. I would never say them out loud. But I'm, I'm thinking them almost at all times. It's like when I'm in the middle of a new obsession, anyone, 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 I'm in the middle of a new obsession. Like, okay, I am now searching this. I'm watching every single YouTube video on this particular topic that I can find. And I'm deep, deep, deep into a mental rabbit hole learning about this new thing. And I'm obsessed about it. And then someone sends me a text and I'm like, like in my mind, I'm like, do you not know that I'm busy? Do you not know that I'm thinking about something else? Do you not know that I don't want to be interrupted? And even when I turn on my do not interrupt, whatever, you know, DNS or whatever you call that, do not disturb on your phone. 
people still send your, your messages and I still look at them. So that's kind of annoying. But it's just, it's that. And it's also the other times when I get kind of like this is like when people are giving me details and I, I don't need those details and I don't know what to do with them. And I'm not going to name names, but there's certain people in my life that when they're explaining something, they're giving me all these other details where I'm like, do you need me to do something with that? Is this for now, for later? Like what's supposed to happen with this information? I don't know. So why are you telling me? Why are you telling me when that person was born or what street it's on if I don't need to know this? And another thing about my ADHD is that, and I know this is like, I'm just telling you my thoughts. I'm telling you what I think, even though I know it makes me not very likable and very hypocritical. But I think it's very rude when someone interrupts me because of my ADHD. I will not remember what I was just about to say. However, I think it's perfectly appropriate for me to interrupt everybody else because if I don't, I'm going to also forget what I was just about to say. I know these things are not logical and I know it's rude either way, but like this is just, I'm telling you, these are my ADHD thoughts, okay? In real time, I don't say it, but I always think it. I also always think that if I... (laughs) I'm trying to prepare for something like leaving the house. I don't understand how people who know I have ADHD, maybe it's that like, but also like I have friends who have ADHD too. And I'm like, how do you not know that you interrupting me right now? Like you're just destroying everything. You're destroying my chances of getting out the door and not forgetting 19 things because I have to If I'm going to not forget, if I'm going to remember the seven things I need to remember to get out the door, like my keys, my phone, my headphones, I'm going to the gym, a water bottle, lipstick, my purse, you know, so, okay. So there's like seven things I have to remember to get out the door. I have to mentally be going over this checklist because I don't have a physical checklist just to walk out the door and I probably should. But I have to mentally be, keep going over this checklist, over this checklist, over this checklist. And if someone keeps stopping me and asking me questions or even talking to me for that matter, I'm going to forget something. And I'm like, how do you not know that I need silence to get out of this house and remember the things I need to remember? I'm not naming names. But these are just my ADHD thoughts. And I love that when I share these things, and those of you who don't have ADHD, at a minimum, I love that you tell me it helps you understand a partner or your kid or your boss. Like I got that one recently. Recently, someone said, Shalene, just listening to your podcast so helps me understand the reason why my boss is so annoying. (laughs) Listen, I know it's probably really, really annoying if you have a very laser focused brain that doesn't work this way to be around people like us. But that is just, these are the thoughts that go through my head. And sometimes in my head, I'm like, don't say it because it's not appropriate. And it's also, everyone's not living in my world. I'm living in a, a world that I have to figure out how to make do. I have to figure out how to compensate for the way my brain processes things. And that's just how it is. All right. So where will we be in two weeks? We will be in the south of France. We are landing in Nice, France. 
and we're going to stay 10 days in Cannes, France. And that's all that we have booked. From there, we don't yet have a plan, but we know we're at least going to be there for six weeks. And we'll just see where it takes us. I don't know how much of it we're going to plan in advance, but I am so excited. And I can't wait to take you with me. You know, so I'm, I'm going to bring my whole setup. I got to figure that out. That's going to be tricky when it comes to traveling. Like the lights, you guys can't see them, but the lights. And I've got this like little stand. And now because we're doing the podcast also on YouTube, Wi-Fi is going to be really important. And I got to figure out, like, do I need a special hard case to carry this stuff so it doesn't get thrashed? I don't know. But I will say this, definitely use Apple AirTags. That's my travel tip for you because people are losing their luggage like crazy and then at least you can kind of track it down with your Apple AirTags. And if you have ADHD, those Apple AirTags, get one for your purse. Anything that's of value, you can put an Apple AirTag on it. You can track it just like your phone. All right, guys. Thank you for being here. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and and just allowing me the time to catch you up on what's happening in our lives. I really do appreciate you more than you could ever possibly know. You've given me the most valuable thing you have, which is your time. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.